Welcome to the By the Hood podcast. Before we jump into this episode, just wanted to make you aware that on our website, bythehood.com, we have a free webinar on an intro to the stock market. So please go check it out. Just go to bythehood.com and you'll get the free intro to the stock market webinar. Take it easy and enjoy this episode. I say there is no feeling like receiving a dividend from a stock, right? Because you talk about something being passive. I remember the first time I received a dividend. Think about this. I don't care if your dividend is 21 cents, 50 cents, 2 cents. When you realize that I put my money over here and they're making money and they send me a portion of it, everything changes. Now all you want to do is accumulate more and more and more and more dividends, right? What's up, people? Welcome to this episode of the Buy the Hood podcast or webcast because I don't know how you're consuming this content. I'm your host as always. My name is Jimmy. And as we start off every show, that's with gratitude. I just want to say thank you to all of our supporters um, all across the world at this point. Um, we definitely appreciate it. I've got my partner, Crime Core. Me Core, what's up, good brother? It's really good, man. Every day above ground is a good day. So nothing to complain about, man. That's right. That's right. Listen, um, another great story for us to talk about today, man. I want to talk about Procter & Gamble. But before we do, I want to say this. Anything we say on this episode is not investment advice. It's for educational and informational purposes only. We are not your financial advisors. We are not your financial fiduciary. If you need financial advice, please seek a professional. We are just having a conversation about things that we see in the world of business and finance. Um, so, Core, yep. P&G as a company, before I get into, uh, you know, what's going on with them and their dividend, um, is this a company that you like? Top five DOA, man. Okay, so it's in your top five. It's in my top five. It's the only non-information company in my top five. Mm, mm. And now we can make it we can make an argument about the information because they might be information too. They, I but, mean, they but I mean they, at this point, at this point, what company isn't information? At this point, I'm just saying they're I'll get they're, your point. They're, they're more looked at like a service company than a no, I got you okay. than an information product, company. Yeah, like inf- their, their, their product line isn't information. And yeah. I mean, like, of course they have information because they got to sell things to people. No, I was just they having multiple a billion dollar brands, but they're not set up as an information brand. I, I got it. I had that epiphany as we were just sitting having this conversation, like, damn, every company is an information company. But anyway, every um, single let me, one. let me read this from the business wire um, that I got from Yahoo Finance. Again, if you're listening to audio, that's cool. If you're watching live, you can see what I'm talking about. But Share off the business wire. The board of directors of Procter & Gamble declared an increased quarterly dividend of $0.94 cents per share on the common stock, Series A and Series B. Um, I'm just going to jump around in this article. This dividend increase will mark the 67th consecutive year that P&G has increased its dividend in the 133rd consecutive year that P&G has paid a dividend since its incorporation in 1890, it reinforces our commitment to return cash to shareholders, many of whom rely on the steady, reliable income earned with their investment in P&G. So Just it says, do the about, about. <laughs> look at those brands. P&G searched consumers around the world with one of the strongest portfolios of trusted quality leadership brands, including Always, Ambi, Pure, Ariel, Bounty, Charming, Crest, Dawn, Downey, Fairy, Febreze, Gain, Gillette, Head and Shoulders, Lenore, Olay, Oral B, Pampers. Jesus. So, <laughs> so it operates in 70 countries worldwide, right? So this is a powerful, powerful company. Um, and let me 
add a little context to this. Let me tell you guys, first of all, because some people may be listening, don't even know what a dividend is. So I'm going to give you a couple of definitions. Um, a dividend is the distribution of a company's earnings to its shareholders and is determined by the company's board of directors. Dividends are often distributed quarterly and may be paid out as a cash or in the form of reinvestment in additional stock. The dividend yield is the dividend per share and is expressed as dividend divided by price as a percentage of a company's share price. So you may see a dividend yield of something like 2.5%. Um, common shareholders of dividend-paying companies are eligible to receive distribution as long as they own the stock before what's known as an ex-dividend date. Um, to kind of simplify that, look, companies got bills, they pay their bills, and they see what's left, and they, they distribute a portion of that to shareholders. I, you know, I'm just going to you know, yeah, try to simplify you know, yeah. I do want to say this, right? Um, we just explained what a dividend was. But I want to say there is no feeling like receiving a dividend from a stock, right? Because you talk about something being passive. I remember the first time I received a dividend. Think about this. I don't care if your dividend is 21 cents, 50 cents, 2 cents. When you realize that I put my money over here and they're making money and they send me a portion of it, everything changes. Now all you want to do is accumulate more and more and more and more dividends, right? So that's the crazy part about the dividend game and being a dividend investor. Some people are dividend investors. That's all they do is buy dividend stocks, right? Me. Or, but some people do a combination of growth dividends. Some look for dividend growth companies. Um, but I want to say this, though. That's 67 years. That's what we just told you guys. But they paid a dividend for 133 years. Consecutively. <laughs> that's insane. That's some insane information. Now, I want to explain that in the dividend game, there's something called a dividend aristocrat and a dividend king. So a dividend aristocrat is a company that increases its dividend for at least 25 years. And there are a number of dividend aristocrats out there. Now you have dividend kings. It gets even smaller. That's a company that has increased its dividend for at least 50 years. Shout out to my folks from J&J. &J. But dividend kings and dividend aristocrats, right? So every dividend king is also an aristocrat, but every aristocrat is not a king. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, there are companies out there, and you can look this up. Just go Google list of dividend kings or list of dividend aristocrats but these are companies that have consistently been able to increase their dividend and what's interesting about that is um we got into this phase in the market now where we're looking at companies that don't make any money aren't in position to pay dividends and you know because of of a lot of different reasons people are flocking to these companies looking for hyper growth but it's always interesting to take a step back and look at these companies that make money year over year and pay a dividend um something else i want to share because Corey brought it up a little while ago about this, the various brands, and we've read some. But let me give you this, Corey. Let me show you this. For those that are watching the video, I'm going to show you this. And you can find this right on P&G's website. For those listening, if you go to um, us.pg.com forward slash brands, it'll tell you all the brands that P&G owns. And it's crazy. They own so many powerful brands. They break it down by sector. In baby care... They own All Food, Charlie Banana, Loves Diapers, um, Ninjamas, and Pampers. In Fabric Care, they own Ariel, Bounce, Cheer, Downey, ERA, Drift, Gain, Rindex, and Tide. So they own Tide, Gain, um, Down, Arrow, Downey. Yo, Bounce, these. You think they're competitors. Like Tide and Gain, I thought they're, comp they're owned by the same company. All right. Family Care. They own Bounty, Charmin, and Puffs. 
Feminine care, always, always discreet, just Tampax, and um, this is L. Always in Tampax. I thought they was competitors. See what I'm saying? You get into grooming. They own Braun, Gillette, and uh, Joy uh, plus Glee. They own Gillette Venus the and Venus. the Art of Shaving, right? Healthcare, Aussie, Head and Shoulders, Herbal Essence, My Black is Beautiful. Yes, they own a company called My Black is Beautiful. Old Spice, Pantene, Home Care. They own Dawn and Cascade. I thought we're competitors, right? Febreze, Gain. We already talked about that. Mr. Clean. They actually own Mr. Clean, too. And they own Swiffer. Swiffer. All of these. So they own multiple billion-dollar brands under one roof. And again, this is not investment advice. We're not telling anybody, um, you know, what to own or anything like that. But we just found it interesting that there are companies like a PNG that are still increasing their dividends. Six, 60-plus years is crazy. But paying for 133 years is even crazier. Look at this one right here. They own Crest and Scope and Oral-B and Fix-A-Dent. Metamucil, Pepto-Bismol, Vicks, Prilosec. Un- unbelievable. NyQuil. NyQuil, Z-Quil, like <sighs> Ivory, the other soap. <laughs> Olay. Olay, Safeguard. Yeah. So, Secret. I mean, this, you know, enough, enough of that. I just wanted to show you guys just some of the billion dollar brands owned by this company. Jesus, um, Jesus. Yeah. So Procter and Gamble was a beast. And now last thing I want to show is I want to um, make sure I share this as well is looking at their specific company. Um, for those again, listening on the audio, I'll make sure uh, I give you links for everything. So we're on finance.yahoo.com looking at Procter and Gamble. You see right now they pay 2.49%, which is a $3 and 76 uh, dividend for every share you own. Each share right now is $151. Um, so this is a, a, a very, very powerful and um, a very significant company. Their market cap is $300. Did they just raise their, their dividend by damn near 25% or more? They just said 94% rate, 94% raise mm-hmm. On on a three dollars, so, it's already three dollars and some change. So that's basically twenty five percent or more. Yeah. So it's a three. No, not 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 twenty five percent. That's what it is now. If you look at what this is, this is what it is now. It's oh, like so it's already been added. Yeah, it's already been added. So it's a three percent dividend hike. So here it, it is, right here. All right. So just think about this though, like Febreze, like Febreze itself, how big of a brand that is. Um. So I, I just wanted to point out Procter and Gamble, um, and to explain that. A lot of times we're just consumers and when we're consumers, we use these brands. So we're already participating in the system, but we can own these brands and get paid by these brands. That's not to say that you should either buy PNG or buy any brand just because you use it. That's a lot of advice that people take when they first get into investing. But the problem is some of your favorite companies are trash businesses. The difference between being a good company and a good business that you should invest in, right? Or being a good brand that you like versus a good company you can invest in. Um, There's a specific pharmacy I used to go to because they was almost on every corner in Philadelphia, but their books are trash. They have too much debt. That's just one example, right? You might like a particular sneaker that's owned by a company. You look at their books and realize that management is screwing everything up. So, it's not to say just go willy-nilly and invest in everything you like, but it's a good place to start. And I think the study of PNG is interesting because when you see so many billion-dollar brands under one roof, you're like, oh, man, like that's difficult, man. So 
What are your thoughts overall on PNG now, Quarter? I gave you all that data. I know you initially you said they're top five. Like, are they are they in your top three now, or where they where they no, sit? No, they're still top five doing it because I, I study companies, so my my top five really doesn't move around that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's it's two of these kind of companies. Well, um, and then you know, which is PNG and then the Louis Vuitton company. Mm-hmm. Um, top five doing it. And so then, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you like companies that have multiple lines of business, like multiple um, million and billion yeah. dollar brands? Is yep. that something you like, or would you like a company that has the one thing but they're the best at that thing? No, I'm I'm looking for the multiple brands. Okay. Um, like I'm not I wasn't a big fan of Apple until they start actually spreading out their business. Okay. Like I like Apple more now than I did back before. Like I always thought Microsoft and um. I always thought Microsoft was better than Apple because they just had more, they were more spread out. Not because they were better at what they did, even though Microsoft is really good at what they do, but because they were way more spread out. And, you know, they weren't subject to die off because, um, you know, if, if that one product died off. You Listen, know what I mean? But it's different when you Apple. say one product versus Apple. Apple has a moat that's un- it's crazy. I was watching a, um, a Warren Buffett interview recently. And he referenced, uh, uh, I got to find this specific study he was talking about, but he referenced something. He said that it was a study done and they asked a bunch of folks, would you take, like, I think he said, was he the 10,000? I think it was 10,000. Would you take a $10,000 and never be able to use an Apple product again? Or would you rather just like not take the money? And like over 90% of the people was like, I don't want the money. I want to be able to use Apple products. Like people turned out. Yeah, that's crazy, right? So they have this, they're almost like a religion, and that's interesting. Like people hey, I would fall in that, I would fall in the 10%. I'm the I'm one of those people that would fall in the 10%. Yeah, but you're not like, you're not you're not, big, you're not baked into their ecosystem. Once they get you, they got you. And that's the thing. They, so not only do they have a school, I used to work for the school district, but the, all they had was Apple product, but I still didn't never fall prey they, to the you never had your stuff into their ecosystem. Cause even when you talked about their ecosystem wasn't really advanced into the last couple of years. So once you get in there, they got you. And so that's interesting as a business itself, because um, it's two ways to look at it. Once they get you, they got you. Right. So if you're using um, Apple and, and, and you're caught up in that ecosystem, you're never leaving it alone. That's kind of a moat in itself, but let's just say that we're talking about a PNG. Cause that's what this episode is about. Proctor, the power of Procter and Gamble. Um, What's interesting about them is if you look at some of those industries, they got the number one and two competitor. So if I'm using this one brand, I'm like, I'm gonna go use this one. They're getting paid either way. Yeah, that's crazy. 100% fact. Like, it's a lot, it's a couple foreign companies that's like that. Like, um, uh, what's the name of the job? Uh, they got like a bunch of billion dollar brands. Like, um, you said oh, a foreign my- company, a, a couple, yeah, it's a foreign company. Oh, foreign, um, oh, foreign, as in not foreign. Not yeah, like the uh, the joint, they 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 own the joint, like you know, um, probably my Chinese bank. I mean, because they own everything. No, 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 man. I think it's like a French company, and they own. They got like fifteen billion dollar brands. They own or more. They they like the the French version of P and G. Uh, they own like uh, oh my goodness, um, why am I drawing a blank? Yeah, um, I don't know what you're talking about. Let's see. Let's see if I can find it while we, while we're live. You know, doing the show. Um, uh, 
list the largest French companies. Let's see. It might not be French. I'm just. I'll see. Now you tell me it's not French because the number one French company is an oil and gas company. Are you talking about? No, no, no. That's Renault. That's not them. Christian Dior. No, that's LVMH. Yeah, that's LVMH. But um, no, it's like uh, oh my goodness. All right, so yeah, we. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm gonna do that alone. I have no idea uh, which company Corey's speaking of. But but what was your point about them though? They're they're um, they just they got staying power. You can't like you just can't get away from them mm-hmm. because they own so many brands. Um, it's like Coca Cola, like Pepsi, like they own so many brands. Like it's kind of hard to get away from. Them. Yeah. So. It's, it's, so I it's, like companies like that because they're sticky. I mean, look at Google, right? So Google has just just the two things of uh, forget they own a bunch of stuff, but just just Google and YouTube, right? When you think about video on the net, YouTube is is is, is first of mind, and and Google is its own verb, right? So, I mean, then this whole this whole AI rush, um, everything happening in AI, um, Amazon just announced that their AI is um is is, is ready to be rocking and rolling, so. Companies understand and, and are doing things to make sure they have continuous growth and building those multiple billion dollar brands like Amazon. Um, so that's interesting to see. But P&G has literally been doing this for over 100 years. That is just impressive. Yeah, and I man. feel like we should talk about it on this podcast to bring that to bring that um, awareness to some folks. I'm not sure if a lot of people um, are familiar with how P&G operates and the success that the company has had. But if not, you know, go look it up. Um, you know, again, this is not investment advice. We just wanted to highlight it because, you know, when I saw that ever increase, I'm like, man, this is. And I start, then I start going back to the uh, the calculators. Like, what if I would invested fifty dollars in P and G every week since this? And it just looks ridiculous because I'm getting dividend after dividend after dividend. So, go back and do your uh, your due diligence on P and G, man. Um, yeah, like Nestle's another. I know what it is. It's Unilever. Okay. Unilever. It's in this. It's a, a United Kingdom company. It's a because uh, it was just sticking in my craw. I just gotcha. couldn't get it out. Got you. So Unilever owns a bunch of brands. Let me see what uh, brands Unilever owns. That's the oh, yeah. soap company, right? Yeah. Well, they got way more than soap. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's what I think of when you say Unilever. So they have oh Hellman's, Magnums. Um, Sun Silk, uh, what else? Dove, Nor, um, Lipton, the tea company, Sunlight yeah, Close Up, Briars, Vaseline. So they got, yeah, they got a number of brands too. They got a number of brands too. I still think uh, PG might have them beat. Looking no, at the brand, they got them beat. They big PG's the bigger company, but yeah, you know, Nestle's but, Nestle is the biggest one by by revenue. Okay, Nestle by revenue is. Is like 95, 93 billion, and then Procter and Gamble was second at 71 billion. Okay. So what's Nestle's just, biggest product? What's hey, I, mean, I know I know I know the brands that they're in. I think Nestle, I mean Nestle itself is a brand. Yeah. Um, but that's interesting that they make that uh, that kind of money, right? So this is the great thing about like business and, and, and stuff where you get to like really look and see what's making money because sometimes what we do is we we compare things to what we see in our life. Right. I'm like, yo, nobody like, oh, so they own Purina, Coffee Mate, Nesquik, Gerber. All right, so first of all, they got all the baby stuff. So they got that down. They got Nestea. 
Um, they on Friskies. They got babies. They got babies and animals. It's a yeah. rap. Yeah, real it's, they they winning. Yeah, you get babies and animals. Like people spend all kinds of. They got the journals too. People spend all kinds of money on their um. You know, obviously their kids. That makes sense. But the amount of money I see people spending on their animals these days, it's yeah. like a kid. I mean, it's almost like a kid. Like so. Um, so yeah, Perrier water, Poland Spring water, Deer Park water, Toll House cookies, coffee yeah. meals, Starbucks at home is owned by Nestle, Stouffer's Hot Pockets, <laughs> Tombstone Dope. Pizza, Lean Cuisine, yeah, <laughs> Hagendaz. Yeah, they get busy. All right, so that makes sense. All right, so everybody out there, um, what's your opinion on um Procter and Gamble? What other companies do you look at that own multiple billion dollar brands? Like, do you do you believe in Nestle? I, I need to, I, I need to look at Nestle closer. No, no. Now <laughs> after us doing this show and like doing live research, now Corey want to go own some Nestle. But I, yeah. listen, I gotta I gotta look closer into their brands, like because I need to see what they're you know because sometimes you can own all those brands and not be making money because that's what happened to GE. GE went from being the best at what they was doing, and they expanded too much. But it's got to be some up. sort of continuity, right? Like those are consumer brands, right? <laughs> GE was in like aerospace, and also yeah, they was just doing too much. It was also giving out mortgages, so that's a little different. But they are in a comeback right now, so shout out to GE. No, for sure, because they got they got good management right now. And that's everything. Um, yeah, that's that's the that's the thing. Like that's the only thing. Not not only is it everything, it's the only thing. Like if you want the poor management, it don't matter what what kind of brands you got. You going your company going to struggle. So um, another part of that Warren Buffett interview, you know, Warren Buffett has the same advice for investors, probably for the last fifty years. You know what that is, Core? Just buy the uh, S and P five hundred. Yeah, exactly. But he added something this time. He said the reason that's the best advice, and he actually said went back. He said, if I would have took the initial money I did when I started Berkshire and I, and I put it into like the S&P, he said, I would have $50 million. Obviously, that's not the same that he's been able to accumulate with the leverage he's been able to use, but he still would have been worth $50 million and had a, a relatively amazing life. But the point he was making was, he was like, when you get into buying individual companies, you're trusting management. Buying an index puts less trust in people. Yeah. He's able to exert certain power because of the leverage his name and he's he leverages his name in amazing ways. Um, and he has access because of that. So he can get access that the average person can't get. So his point is, you can't just pick up the phone and talk to the CEO. He can. So that's why his advice is you eliminate that risk by just buying an index. I thought it was yeah. an interesting conversation. Yeah, his two largest holdings are are Apple and Exxon Mobil, which yeah. you know, he, but he he's can not. Yeah, but he can pick the phone up if he wanted to and say, yo, I want to speak to Apple CEO. Like Tim, put Tim on the phone, right? Yeah. We can't do that. But we're saying is the way to protect yourself is by buying an index. For now, sure. um, and for those who want to see those interviews, um, I'll put a link to the P&G uh, brands in the, in the description as well. But I can't put a link to the Warren Buffett because it's broken down in various clips. It was uh, Warren Buffett um, on CNBC. And you know what happened? I forgot it was like April tenth or left for something like uh, something like that when he had this uh, conversation. But it was it just happened. So um, you know, it just happened in April. So look that up. But uh, yeah. So with that being said, man, just want to do this quick quick podcast. Talk about PNG and talking about consumer brands, um, and how we view them. Um, full disclosure: I am a PNG shareholder. Um, you know, just I don't I don't really look at it. I can't lie. I cannot yeah. tell lie. Yeah. So so. I, you know, but this this is not about that. This is not about telling anyone to buy the company. When I saw that, 
this, you know, a shout to our brother Pastor who sent me the article. He was like, look, another one, 60, 60 plus years. I was like, wow. I said, man, cool. We got to talk about that because that's that's crazy for 133 years of dividends. Straight. So, you know, shout out to Procter & Gamble. Um, You know, shout out to the shareholders and the board. But I think this is very interesting, man. With that being said, though, um, leave us some feedback. Let us know what you think about Procter & Gamble as well as the other brands that own multiple billion dollar brands. Um, and, you know, give us some comments, man. Let us know. Let us know what your top five is. You know, we're going to do a show about that soon, Corey. Not yet. We're going to do one soon, though. But with that being said, though, um, Corey, any last words? No, just, you know, again, be, be safe, be good to each other. You know, keep your, you know, keep your investments. Uh, risk management is more important than risk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. you know, the number one way to make money is not to lose it. <laughs> so just be just be very careful. All right. So with that being said, as we always say, it's not about how much money you make. It's about how much you keep. Game Elevates. We'll see you guys in our next episode. Peace.